listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast by Dr. T. Michael W. Halcom, Dr. Frederick J. Long, Dr. Mario Melendez, Dr. Jennifer Noonan, and J. M. Smith. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I am Michael Halcom, and in this episode, we're thinking about a fallacy of the week. We got another interesting one to show you. And so uh, I hope you're ready to think along with me and put your thinking caps on because here we go. This one uh, comes from a popular, kind of popular social media figure. And I've actually blurred out the name because I don't want to give this person any more street cred or anything like that. Uh, And I don't want any of my followers going to follow the a lot of the stuff that this person posts. So, uh, yeah, the the name scratched out, but we'll get to see uh, what the post says. Anyways, if you're watching, here it comes. And if you're just listening, I'm going to read it so you'll be able to hear it. It says this, A Christianity without sacrificial love, radical inclusion, and holistic justice is a Christianity without Christ. Um, all right, so there are a number of fallacious things going on here. This is the kind of things that liberals and progressive, they just lap this up like dogs. They love this because for a lot of them, their religion isn't Christianity, it's social justice. Um, and that's not to say that social justice isn't a part of Christianity, but social justice isn't Christianity. That's actually one of the problems uh, with this, that Social justice, when when it becomes the religion, it decenters Christ, and he's sort of nudged out of the way, and it becomes the thing, and you get all these uh, social justice warriors. And um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about this a little bit more, but let's read it one more time. Christianity without sacrificial love, radical inclusion, and holistic justice is a Christianity without Christ. So you can detect hopefully the liberal bent here already love inclusion justice those are the three sort of um uh battle cry words for liberals right for progressives love inclusion and justice now we we want to start right anytime we hear that word love that should like ring bells to us well what do they mean by love okay and what do they mean by inclusion and what do they mean by justice? Okay, so and then they qualify it sacrificial love, radical inclusion, holistic justice. Now, if we just play with this for a minute, uh, sacrificial love, I mean, that could go all sorts of wrong ways. What if you have a, a spouse who's being abused and she's being told uh, she just needs to sacrifice uh, for her abuser and uh, this is sacrificial love. You know, this is, this is right. You can automatically see that it's problematic. So how do we define love? And that's a really important issue here. I define love, as you've heard me say on the podcast before, as wanting God's best for the other. So we don't really need the word sacrificial here uh, because love is just wanting God's best for the other. Sometimes it's sacrificial. Sometimes it's not. Um, so we don't need the word sacrificial here, but a Christianity without love, wanting God's best for the other, uh, isn't really a Christianity. I could agree with that, but a Christianity without love 
is Christianity without Christ. Okay, I could go there depending on how we define love. And we're going to get to a couple of the fallacies going on here in just a moment. Because then we have radical inclusion. Okay, so the interesting thing here, again, how do we define inclusion? Because for liberals and progressives, inclusion typically means uh, affirmation, right? Um, not just in welcoming them, but including them and affirming them. So if they're engaging in some sort of sin, like uh, sexual uh, behaviors that are contrary to the Christian lifestyle, to the scriptural way, then they're going to affirm them, right? And that, that's problematic. So how are we talking about inclusion? Because actually the reality is that the gospel is inclusive and exclusive at the same time. Christianity is inclusive and exclusive at the same time. It is willing to include all, but for those who aren't willing to yield and submit, then it's willing to be exclusive. Right? So this is problematic. Uh, if you're going to say this, you'd have to say radical, radical inclusion and exclusion, right? But we don't need this um, in here even. But we need to ask, how are we defining inclusion? And then holistic justice. Okay, this is very interesting. How do we define justice? Like, is this some human rights-y thing based on, like, American liberal politics? What, what do we mean by holistic justice? Yeah, so, I mean, we need to define this. How, how do we define holistic? And how do we define justice? These are really important terms. And so he just makes a blanket statement like this without defining anything which is problematic. And that, that actually gets us, um, well, he goes on to say, is a Christianity without Christ? Now, let me just pause here and uh, I'll point out, this is actually what we would call an either-or fallacy. Um, we, there's a bunch of different names for this sort of fallacy, the, the either-or fallacy. Sorry, a bug just flew by. The either-or fallacy, um, all sorts of things like this. Uh, false dilemma is another way that we can describe it. Uh, what else are we thinking here? Um, the false binary fallacy, false dichotomy fallacy. Uh, so there's a bunch of them. So the idea of a false dichotomy fallacy is that there are only two ways. It's either this or that. There are no other ways. Well, the reality is, is Christianity is way bigger than these three things. So there are more ways. Um, the other part of this is that a Christianity without blank, blank, blank is a Christianity without Christ. Well, who is he to get to pick those three things? What's to stop me from picking three different things or two of those three things? Why does he get to pick this? But a Christianity without blank, blank, blank is a Christianity without Christ. I would say no, a Christianity without Christ is a Christianity without Christ. Right. Um, so when we're thinking about this false dichotomy fallacy, really, we start to poke holes in it and boom, that sort of opens up. It's not a Christianity without blank, blank, blank. That is a Christianity without Christ. No, a Christianity without Christ equals a Christianity without Christ. <laughs> um, so the whole sentence is kind of tautological. It's bordering on a tautological fallacy, but it also has this like real false dichotomy fallacy and um, 
a fallacy of definition really is going on here. And uh, the fallacy of definition is also, we often call that uh, cherry picking, right? Because in reality, like it's, it's uh, fallacious a lot of times to claim that one definition is the right one or the only one. Right, so he's giving one definition and boom, that's it. So we have that false dichotomy fallacy, but it's also tied in with this false definition or the appeal to definition fallacy. Um, you'll hear this like in a, if you ever listen to a formal debate, right? Um, like a high school debate or a college debate or something like that. Uh, two people be arguing and one person will say something and the other one will appeal to the definition and they'll start arguing over the definition. So that's kind of what we have going on here. We're arguing about definitions. And he's only giving us one definition here. Christianity is this, blank, blank, blank. Um, so he's cherry picking and he's using the ideas or definitions that uh, best support his own view uh, while ruling out that there could possibly be others. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean, this is, this is problematic. First of all, he's actually not giving a lot of definitions, but what he does provide as his sort of working, defining thing as to what Christianity is, is very vague. And why does he get to pick it? And it's an either or. And so there are like several fallacies wrapped all into this. It's super problematic, right? The reality is a Christianity without Christ is a Christianity without Christ. Not a Christianity without sacrificial love, radical inclusion, and holistic justice. Also, how do we define love, inclusion, and justice? That's really important. Also, why are you only giving us this? It's either this or that. Like, two choices. And, um, just as well, who are you to get to define this? Right? Uh, so, <laughs> and if we're all having to bow to your definition, then... Uh, this becomes problematic. All right, so I'm just pointing this out. There's uh, lots of fallacies wrapped up into this one statement, but people love this sort of thing, and it gets shared and liked um, all over the Internet because it's punchy and liberal and progressive and catchy and all those sorts of things, but it's really just verbal flab is what it is. Um, so I'm going to stop there and, uh, I guess I will say, as I usually do, I hope that helps. Interested in growing your ancient language skills, but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glow's House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glosahouse.com today. Glosa House, language resources for the global community.